Welcome to the Washington Weekly, a ministry of Washington Baptist Church. This podcast is devoted to getting you into God's Word and equipping you to serve. I'm your host, Trent Henson, Associate Pastor. On today's episode, I'll talk about the Jesse Tree, and I'll also interview another member of Washington so you can learn more about our people and our ministries. This Sunday, our pastor, Dr. Drew Hines, preached from Isaiah chapter 11, and he read from verses 1 and 2 and verse 10. As verse 1 says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. In verse 10, it says, And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people. For the Gentiles shall seek him, and his resting place shall be glorious." Drew shared both the context and the meaning of Isaiah's prophecy. The Jesse mentioned in these verses was the father of King David, Israel's greatest king, the one with whom God made a covenant. However, many of the kings after David were ungodly and led their people away from worshiping the true God. Eventually, David's kingdom split in two and the people were taken captive. Isaiah's prophecy of a stump shows how the family of David had been cut down. But God would bring forth a stem, a branch, from the root of Jesse that would provide new hope and new life. In the midst of this devastation, God would faithfully bring forth a deliverer. Jesus is the branch God promised would grow from Jesse's family tree. As I listened to this sermon, it made me think of the Jesse tree. I've never used a Jesse tree. But my brother-in-law and his wife have used one for years with their children at Christmas time. A Jesse tree is a symbol of Jesus' family tree, and it describes that first long advent, which lasted from the fall to the incarnation. Many families use the Jesse tree to tell their children the story of God's redemptive plan. It visually displays how the stories of the Bible relate to one another and how they all point to their fulfillment in Christ. Sometimes the Jesse tree is just a small branch or a twig from a tree. Often children make the ornaments to hang on the tree, as each ornament is a symbol relating to an Old Testament Bible story pointing to God's plan of salvation. For example, one ornament is a globe, the symbol of creation, showing Christ's preexistence as God before all creation. Another ornament is a snake, the symbol for sin and its destruction, and it shows our need for a Savior. Another ornament is a starry sky, the symbol for Abraham, where God told him to look toward the heaven and that his descendants would be like the stars of the sky, too many to count. Another ornament is a ram, the symbol for Isaac. Abraham's son was spared because God himself would prepare the needed sacrifice. Another ornament is the red rope, a symbol for Rahab. The red rope or the scarlet cord was a sign that Rahab was with God's people and it served as her protection, showing God's plan of salvation reaching beyond the Jewish people to all who trust in Him. Another ornament is the sheaf of wheat, the symbol for Ruth, as Boaz became her kinsman redeemer, who had the compassion and the power to intervene and savor. You get the point. There's an ornament for people in Jesus' family tree to tell the story. There's one for Jacob, Solomon, Josiah, and so on. Each symbol 
represents a story from within the family tree and a step toward the birth of Jesus. The Jesse tree is a great tool to help children and adults understand the redemptive storyline of Scripture. I hope this helps you in your walk with Christ. My guest today is Connie Gant, so thank you for joining me today. Thank you for asking me. Well, I'm glad you're here. Tell me something about you and your family. Well, I am a Greer girl. I was raised in Greer, and I was raised actually at Northwood Baptist Church, right down the street here. I went to Greer High School. Um, Most of my adult life, I lived in Greenville. Um, And then eight years ago, we moved back to Greer. Um, My father was elderly and got to where he couldn't drive anymore. And so we felt it was best that we sold our house and moved back to Greer. Um, I'm married with, I have one daughter um, who lives in Greer. I have one stepson who lives in Williamston. And I have three beautiful granddaughters and in February, we are expecting a grandson. So right. I am over the moon about that. That's great. I have one brother who actually is a member at this church. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is my life in a nutshell. There you go. Yes. And um, I know Ross. Ross was one of my interviews early on with his motorcycle ministry, uh, mm-hmm. your brother. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I've gotten to know him well. And so I know uh, you both are very active here in what you do. So what led you here to Washington? Well, um, my mother, about 10 years ago, she had dementia. She passed away 10 years ago. And I was not a member at this church at the time, but Ross was. And so that is how I got to know Drew, is he would come by and visit my mom just about every week. And so that's how I got to know Drew. And... When uh, my mom passed away, Washington left a wonderful impression on me because they were very um, gracious. They were very compassionate during that time right after my mom passed away. And so, as I said, after my mom passed away, my dad had macular degeneration. He couldn't see anymore and couldn't drive anymore. And so we felt like it was important for us to sell our house and move back to Greer. And so when we started looking for a church and praying about a church, um, I wanted a church that really, uh, the pastor would really preach God's word, that didn't water it down. Um, But the main thing, I wanted, uh, I was looking for a church that had a really good music program because I knew if I got involved in a particular church that I would want to be in the choir, involved in the music program at the time, not knowing how involved that I would become Mm -hmm. in the music program. So that's what led us to Washington. And in fact, my husband grew was Catholic And so when we became members here, my husband actually was baptized at this church. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it. So it's kind of a combination of things, really. Um, Drew's visitation and the music program. And and, uh, 
I guess, the, the way you can be involved here. Mm-hmm. And so how are you involved now at Washington? So I know you're involved in a lot of areas. <laughs> well, I, uh, I love my Sunday school class. I'm very involved in it. Um, we have a great group of women of all, we're very diverse. We have all different ages and, uh, we just have a great time together. Um, I like to help with vacation Bible school every year when that comes around. Um, I help with the music for Sam camp. Um, like I said, this has been a strange year, so oh, I have yes. really missed those things, you know, mm-hmm. that I have been involved in. Right. And I am the director of the youth choir. Right. Um, I love that. This is the uh, sixth year that I have been the director. Mm-hmm. And I am um, very excited this year uh, because... This is the first year we actually are doing our musical with live music. Okay. We've always done it with a CD before. Yes. And I felt like this year, like I said, since it has been such a strange year, you mm-hmm. know, with all of the licensing, you know, right. uh, yes. we've never been able to live stream it before. So I felt like that was something important that we needed to do um, this year. Well, that's great. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So I'm really looking forward to that aspect of it. So they can watch it on the live feed because we'll be using the the accompanist that we have here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I know you're very involved in everything with music here. Um, mm-hmm. I know you sang at a funeral just Saturday uh, yes. for, a, for someone in our church. And uh, we had our adult choir cantata last night, which you had a solo in. So mm-hmm. I know you're very involved in everything there and the way you lead our youth choir. Uh, we're excited about the cantata that's coming up this Sunday night. Um, what kind of can can we expect from the cantata? What you want to share about it? Uh, well, the cantata we're doing this week is um, The Whole World Sings at Christmas. I thought that was really great for, I mean, it tells the um, the story of the birth of Jesus, but it touched me because I felt like even with everything that's going on, you know, in our country and in the world, still the birth of Jesus is important to people all over the world. There are not just Christians in our country. There are Christians all over the world, Mm -hmm. and they do celebrate, you know, the birth of Jesus. And um, we have... I don't know yet whether or not this is going to work out, but we do have a couple of the youth who play instruments that we are trying to work out for them to play their instruments, you know, in a song or two with the accompaniment. And um, we have um, some great things, exciting things planned for after Christmas. So I hope those... Uh, youth that are not involved, that they will, you know, come on board, that they will get involved. And I'm very, very appreciative of the parents that, of the children that are involved, their cooperation Mm -hmm. and their support. I, you know, couldn't do this without them. That's right. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. And uh, it's always so well done. And we thank you for your service and, and what you do with our youth choir. 
And my last question is, what do you think is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church? Well, that was a hard one because <laughs> there's is. more than one thing. Yeah. Um, several things. I, I love the camaraderie of everyone. When we joined this church, I already knew a lot of people that went to church here. Mm-hmm. And the saying is true. When you are at Washington, you are at home. That's right. I mean, it is, it's, it's wonderful. I love the way that if something happens, um, especially, like I said, with me being in the music program, if something happens to one person, there are other people who can step in. And everyone is so willing to help out. And like I said, not just in the music program, but... In other areas, people are always willing to step in and try to help. Um, Another thing that I love about Washington is um, all of the resources, all of the uh, tools that Washington has to help with spiritual growth, Um, especially people who are new Christians, Mm -hmm. um, like the... Uh, when you become a Christian, the little um, um, class. I'm a a Christian now. I'm a Christian now. The little class. And it's not just for children, but it's for baby Christians. Right. And I think it is so important that when you become a Christian that you have these resources to guide you Mm -hmm. in your spiritual growth. I love, I'm involved in all of the women's Bible studies that we have Mm -hmm. um, and the men's fraternity that they have. And the grief share, you know, yes, I'm just, right. I think it's very important. And even the um, the mentoring program that we're doing for the youth that, mm-hmm. you know, you implemented, I just think all of these things are very important to help Christians grow. And especially for the youth and the children, um, because I know Satan is alive and well out there. That's right. And he is... He attacks our youth, and I think it's very important to guide them and and to keep them on the right track. And um, another thing I love is how our staff, how y'all work so well together. And uh, like I said, there's not just one thing. There's many different things. I I couldn't pick just one thing. Well, that's what many do when I interview them because there's so much going on here at Washington, and I... Love your answers there because it is a a friendly place, a place where people are willing to serve and um, our emphasis on discipleship. It's like I said, I think a lot of churches maybe are good at reaching out and evangelism, but once they're here and and they know Christ, we need to disciple them. And and that is a strong point of what we do here at Washington. So Mm -hmm. thank you for your time today. I'm glad you were able to share with us and thank you for the way that you serve here at Washington. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And one thing, one one more thing that I wanted to um, say was I just feel very blessed um, that um, the Lord has led me in this role as the youth choir director because I feel like he's given me a gift and I have always promised him that I would give that gift back to him And one of the reasons I feel blessed is because I know that in this day and time right now, there are so many churches who do not even have youth choirs anymore. Mm -hmm. So that is one one thing that I feel very blessed about. Well, we're glad you're here to use your gifts. Well, thank you. Connie mentioned she is the director of the youth choir. 
Our youth choir will be performing their Christmas cantata, The Whole World Sings at Christmas, this Sunday, December 20th at 6 p.m. I hope you'll be able to join us for this special worship service. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Washington Weekly. Washington Baptist Church is located at 3500 North Highway 14 in Greer, South Carolina. Check us out online at WashingtonBaptist.org. Be sure to like, share, and follow this podcast as you get into God's Word and prepare to serve.